Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Thursday, it is the Weston Walker Show. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Text line is buzzing off of our last comments before going to break, talking about greatest ACC players. Keep them coming. 704-570-9610. Sid32 says, old head with a question mark. No, I just know basketball better. It's David Thompson. Woody from, <laughs> Woody from Stanley says, those Tar Heel takes were fizzle. Go Duke. Jack says Kobe is a certified Hornet killer. Put him on the Hornets killers starting five along with Tobias Harris and Andre Drummond. That guy knows Hornets ball. He does. The, the, all three of those players absolutely deserve to be on that list. And then uh, the bagel guy says, uh, LOL, Wes said that the old heads say David Thompson. He said Rickard doesn't ever stop saying David Thompson is the oh, best no. ACC player. <laughs> Of all time. Jeff so, does uh, love him some David Thompson, man. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, a lot of the older, you know, ACC fans, man, they always say uh, David Thompson for their money. Yeah, they, and, and even Michael, right? At, and we know that he was obsessed with David Thompson. Again, just, like, I, I go back to North Carolina where we can go to some of these storied programs. And then when we mention Hansboro, it's crazy. There, there wasn't anything that he didn't accomplish. You're talking about All-American. You're discussing him as a Final Four appearance, his junior year champion his seat is uh his last season with north carolina he beats duke on senior night he goes into cameron and never loses in cameron i what the only thing you can accomplish more is winning multiple titles there which is so hard to do in college basketball it can be done but even then you got to do some of the individual things that he did and i just i don't think it can be beat like it feels like one of those unbreakable records in sports if you're just talking about North Carolina basketball history. Yeah, because, I mean, people are going to have their issues with the way it was done. He wasn't the most athletic. He didn't have the jaw-dropping plays where you just like, wow, look at what he did right there. He didn't have any of that. But Tyler Hansborough, I had to give him credit. He's my most hated Tar Heel of all time without question, but that's because, in my opinion, too, he was the best. I mean, there was nothing you could do with him. And the way in which that he did do his business made you hate him all the more if you weren't a Carolina fan. I mean, just the mechanical-looking game that he had. He swallowed up every rebound. The guy hit every big shot they asked him to take. It doesn't get much better now. I mean, what an award, AP Player of the Year. I It's it's nuts. when I, I like to do the all-bold stuff with baseball reference. I've mentioned that a few times. Once a month, I'll go on a really deep baseball reference dive and just look at some of the crazy stat pages in that sport. Tyler Hansbrough, if you just go to college basketball reference, and there's a lot of banners hanging up in that right corner. It's absolutely nuts to see all the accomplishments that he was able to achieve. All right, well, without further ado, let's keep the college basketball talk rolling. It is time to go to the campus. Kona! Well, my voice is still recovering from yeah. Sunday, man. I needed that bye week before the Super Bowl mm. so I can tear it up again. All right. <laughs> so, uh, last night, my Deben Deacons, man, look. I mean, they... they I'm, I'm guessing you caught it. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. I caught it. I caught it. I caught it. 
right. Ain't uh, no buzzing here anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, I thought that uh, the Deeks were going to be a little bit different this year in the way that they uh, handled their business. And they hadn't played in a week. And normally when you don't play for that long, your coach is going to bust you behind. He's going to go through all the stuff you didn't do right. The practices alone are going to will you to victory because you're probably not going to want any more practices like some of the ones you had with so much time off. But to no avail, the Demon Deacons fall on the road to Pitt, 77-72. I get Pitt beat Duke. I get that the Panthers have won three out of their last four. But at the end of the day, after a full week, and you go down there and get outscored 50-35 to in the second half, it's unacceptable. I've now relinquished my optimism for the Demon Deacons. I don't feel good about how this season is going to go. Because, as again, as I've said, after a whole week after you took a monstrous loss to the Tar Heels, and this is how you respond, going on the road, you shoot 21% from three in the second half, only three second-half assists. And I knew that Wake was one of the worst assisting teams in the ACC. It's just hero ball all the time. Come down. Cam Hildreth, here's the ball. What can you do? Hunter Salas, here's the ball. What can you do? Efton Reed, all right, let's see if you can shoot that hook shot. It's just not working out right now. This team is falling by the wayside. Your thought? I just hate what they did to my boy, man. Wake Forest, you sound defeated. Yeah, man. You it's... sound defeated after having as much optimism in that basketball team as I'd seen you yeah, in the last man. couple of years. And even the way that you talk about previous seasons, you were ready to go. They had 18 pros on that roster. <laughs> all sorts of little birdies were telling you all the positive stuff. Yeah. And here they are after you had all the confidence. You took it to print. You tweeted out, Wake Forest is about to give the Tar Heels that business. And then they moved to Pittsburgh the week after. I want Wake Forest to be good. I don't know why they can't be. I mean, they're 41st in Ken Palm, so that gives me a sliver of hope. So let's talk about the hope, because the only like you are hanging on barely. Yeah, man, I'm hanging on waiting for Superman to come through. and Here's what you need. I'm falling. Here's what you need. You need, clearly, to win as many games as you can. That's the obvious. <laughs> you need Virginia to continue to bounce back because Virginia is starting to play well enough to now they're in the NCAA tournament conversation and you beat them by 20. So you need to be able to point to that win and say, hey, pretty solid victory over Virginia if they keep winning. You have another game against Virginia and it's going to be on the road. You have two games against Duke and you have a game on the road against Virginia Tech. You need the Hokies to keep winning, and then you finish at home with Clemson before you get to the conference tourney. Certainly not out of it yet, but something has to change, and it needs to change I mean, right yeah. now. They've lost four out of six. Uh, as you said, Walker, there are a lot of opportunities, but the problem with Wake is they just don't give you a lot of optimism because as soon as they bring you up, as soon as they build you up, man, they let you down, and that's my problem. As soon as I decide, after that Miami win, I'm like, man, we got something cooking here, baby, and then they just just take it to hell. Fitty, what are your thoughts? And what, what you got Well, no, Walker? the last thing before we go to Fitty is it's, it's the classic. Well, it's the same thing NC State's experiencing, right? It's just losing on the road, and I know that's hard to do. I know it's hard in all of college basketball, but that's just the task at hand. You got to win. Like that. That's just – there's no other formula to it. Win on the road, and you just might be okay. If you don't, then it's going to be hard for you to make it into the NCAA tournament. And now you have that win – you have a win against Louisville at home, Virginia the one you're going to hold on to. But then when we thought that you were about to take off, it was a win by four against Miami. And Miami, not only are they underperforming, 
they're not even a good basketball team. They're just not. So it's all really disappointing. It feels like, Wes, we're going to be hearing at the end of the season when we get to selection Sunday and we don't see Wake Forest's name on the bracket, Steve Forbes say we won a lot of games. We didn't win the right games. And look, I believe it's as hard as it's ever been to win on the road in college basketball. But like Walker said, that's the task. Yep. And that's what tournament teams do. And look, I know I get the reputation of being fired guy. And rightfully so. I'll earn that. It feels like, though, Wes, if you win 20-something plus games, which I think is still on the table because of how good you are offensively. Well, you only got seven more to go. And, but, but you missed the NCAA tournament. Like, as a Wake Forest fan, are you satisfied with that? No, I'm not. But the thing is, what's the alternative? <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we've been through Jeff Bizdelic, which was probably the worst coaching hire in Wake Forest history. Then Danny Manning came in, wasn't much better. And now you've got Coach Forbes that comes in, and, yeah, he can recruit like hell, man, but it's just not working out with these guys. They look like a team that just came together, and it's got a bunch of new parts that have yet to jail because, like I said, it's your turn, my turn with this team all the time. You're, you're in a tough spot because – like, my gut tells me I don't want to fire Steve Forbes. Maybe it's because I like him as a guy too much. I, they're going to win close enough to be on the bubble, not make the NCAA tournament, and you're going to ask me what I truly feel, and I'm going to tell you I don't want to fire him because he is getting a lot of talent. He's really good at the whole transfer portal thing, and that is a big part in how you build your team in both college basketball and college football, and yet they're still not making the tournament. So you're going to have the evidence against me to say, Walker, why do you want to keep this guy around? I totally understand it, and yet I can't help but feel the way I feel. I don't want to get rid of the guy that does get the ACC player of the year every season. Yeah, I mean, they keep... You know, they they keep getting the talent, but it's going to take for him to have that team to where he's got enough holdovers that are really good and they gel together and then he brings in a couple of new pieces. But to give some shine to some teams we don't talk about on a regular basis, though, staying in the college basketball world, App State basketball, 17-4, and four, first in the Sun Belt. Who would have known that they could hoop up there on the mountain? They're coming off an undefeated four-game home stand that included two double-digit wins against Sun Belt teams. They were among teams receiving votes in the AP poll and USA Today coaches poll. The last time App received votes in the AP poll came back in 2010. They entered Thursday's action on a six-game win streak. The second time this season that they've had a six-game win streak. The last time they've had two separate six-game win streaks in the season came back in 2006, 2007. And at 17-4, and four, they're off to their best 21-game start since 1988. 89. Your boy was six years old back then. They're 13 games over 500. Uh, they posted a 7-1 record in the month of January, including a win in each of their last six contests. Head coach Dustin Kearns has got them hooping up there in the mountains. Take the stairs. That's the mantra. He's done a great job ever since taking over, and you could see it building with App State, too. An NCAA tournament appearance a couple of years ago where that was a fun game. I forget the game that they played, but it, I know it came down to the wire. Either way, you're playing important basketball all the way throughout the season, and I think that's what's so impressive about what Dustin Kearns is bringing to Boone. Pretty, what do you think about uh, the Mountaineers and their tournament chances? I mean, we saw them make the tournament, I think it was two years ago. Yeah. I think they lost in the first four you know, they they have to win the Sun Belt, in my opinion, to make the NCAA tournament because I think a conference like the AAC, the Mountain West, those mid-major conferences are going to get, you know, more than one team in the tournament. And, and Wes, I know 
We, we don't want to fire Dustin Kearns. That's a guy, though, if Wake Forest were, were to move on, he feels like a natural fit to go to Wake Forest. He's always been linked to getting the Clemson job, but Brad Brownell does enough every year to not get fired. This is going to be a dude at some point is going to be in the ACC. Yeah. I'll be at Clemson, Wake, or maybe NC State. And also, I mean, he already understands what it means to wear a superior black and gold. And for him to take that step down to Wake, I think he could do a bunch of different nice things for Wake. I was waiting Dead for a gun. reaction, but I don't think wow. you heard me. Dude, yeah, if, I heard you say to take a step down. I if, heard that. If that was me, <laughs> Wes would be going at the foul line. I would be having to dump him, but I guess because you're his... His on-air partner, you yeah. get away with taking shots at his Wake Forest. <laughs> Walker rarely, you know, he rarely <laughs> takes the shots. Walker's normally uh, on the fence. But uh, before we get out of here, though, a little bit of positivity for the Demon Deacons, even though it's not coming directly from Winston-Salem. The Western Carolina Catamounts are sitting there tied at fourth right now in the SOCON. Uh, they've been road warriors this year. They played a Southern Conference high 11 road games entering this week. And posted a league best eight road victories away from Cullowee. They're 16 and 6. Do you know who their head coach is, Walker Man? Yes, I do. It is Justin Gray, former Wake Forest. Great, man. So shout out to the Catamounts. They're balling as well. And like I said, App State uh, getting it done as well. Well, and last thing, got to give a shout to Charlotte because I know we have Hunter Bailey writing on the Charlotte Observer. Maybe we can get him on. But he also talked about Igor Milicic being one of the better players out there approaching 50-40-90. But what I really want to get to is Deshaun Jackson's comments that he shared on the Highway 49 podcast, also hosted by Hunter Bailey. They got a big old game this weekend against DCU. Big old. Deshaun Jackson said... I think we're going to spank them. Mm. Are they starting to smell themselves a little bit, Walker? I think we're going to spank them is what he said. Yeah, I'm here for it. You might just get me, you know, bringing out that cigar again. Okay. We can smoke on that pirate. All pack. right, man. Here we go.